Hi, welcome to part two of Philosophy of Law. I'm your host, Ryan, a.k.a. I'm not going to do the third person bit. Normally, like when I sign into this thing, I have a I have a yeah. better name for it based off of things that I've looked up during the week. But uh, Turd Ferguson, I just saw a clip of Sean Connery and Burt Reynolds on fake celebrity Jeopardy on SNL. Uh-huh. And Burt Reynolds, he's always like, <laughs> yeah, I'm Turd Ferguson. <laughs> and he just he's so funny. And I'm like, fuck it, I guess I'm Turd Ferguson this time because like I can't think of anything more creative. So yeah, yeah, I do. I do like those those old SNL bits. Yeah, I always like how Sean Connery's always like, "And I fucked your mom." That's always his bit. <laughs> Same thing over and over again. But he's fucking, he's hilarious when he does it. SNL is just not the same it used to be. It's really not though. Though I did appreciate the Andy Samberg and Tina Fey years, but yeah. beyond that, it's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, it's definitely um, changed. Yeah. And welcome to Ethica America, where we talk about SNL. Amongst other things. Right. Here's your host, Aaron. And I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ryan. Hi. <laughs> I miss y'all. <laughs> Just disorganized as shit today. So. Oh, that's fine. And here we are talking about the philosophy of law. And where we left off, we were talking about company towns. And we're like, man, company towns, there's nothing wrong with those, right? (laughs) There's been just a history of good intentions from companies that uh, have their own town. And they force people to pay taxes. And they also uh, have their own wages for the company employees. And then you can't also buy anything outside of the company town. So you have to (laughs) buy that. And those wages or those prices of goods and services are based (laughs) off whatever the company says, and they can rise or decrease those prices based off how much the people are being paid. And they also control that price. I had a banana for lunch. That was $10 (laughs) lunch. (laughs) Who are you, Mustang? And I make three dollars an hour, no, so I, I now like owe the five. company seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I make three dollars an hour, but at the end of the day, like, I can't afford to pay my rent and eat a banana for every meal. So that's the issue with company towns: is uh, if they have complete control of everything, and there's no, uh, um. Well, let's, let's government interference then. <laughs> well, let's, but we have let's a back capitalism. Up. Let's, let's okay, back let's up back there. So, okay. like, what is a company town, right? Like, uh, let's let's start a town. With that. A town owned by a company. Well, yeah, but like, uh, what is the what's the perp- why wouldn't you just live outside of town? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because there's not a town close enough to the business, so it doesn't make sense. Well, the the idea there is that they basically build this factory in the middle of nowhere, right? And they're bringing in people who oh. don't have any sort of like real job skills, or or, or maybe they do, right? In some instances, yeah. they do. Those ten percent of that's, people that's... or twenty percent of people who actually have skills, but most of it is just going to be factory workers, right? 
let's let's make a hypothetical situation that has never existed before. Let's say <laughs> we need to mine a resource to power a power plant. Let's just say I don't know coal, since uh, we still have coal power plants. <laughs> Chattanooga is looking down on you right now. <laughs> Let's say there's a, a mine somewhere where there's coal and the company had made is like, all right, well, we know it's inconvenient for you to travel by train, you know, three hours to get to this job to work for 15 hours no, a day no, no, and no. Then drive three let's, hours back. Let's back up a hair. This okay. coal mine is it's in the middle of nowhere, right? And we can get that land for dirt cheap. Yeah. We can get that land for like pennies because nobody really knows what's here. We send out our own geological team to be able to like determine if there's even anything looking at here. And they're under an NDA, so they can't, you know, they can't say shit. So, yeah. so we, they say, no, there's the nothing land, here. But the land was pricey yeah. and we need to recoup our losses for our stakeholders, shareholders. <laughs> Sorry. And we need to do it. Is quick. this like real now? What? Is this, are company towns coming back? <laughs> I, mean, I hope not. Link. Give me a sec. Oh my God. Elon Musk Company Town, Texas. I hate it. Like none of those none of those words in this sentence were good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the worst part is about all this, right? It's not exactly like he's mining some sort of illicit material here this is just like it's literally this town this this area it has nothing right so it's not yeah. exactly like he's doing anything for this area or you know it's <laughs> not like he's mining an illicit resource such as coal so anyhow there's the link <laughs> it's called Snailbrook. yes that's a terrible name too yeah. You, the only way to get out is out of snail's pace, though. <laughs> I, I don't want to. All right. So he's playing a Texas Utopia. See, yes. Though, oh I mean, God. do keep in mind that's Wall Street Journal. So they're probably biased. Okay. They are, they are owned by I, yeah. Jeff Bezos. We established this. We, so. we did have an episode where we talked about the news and how it's awful. <laughs> so, all right, I'll take all this with a grain of salt. I've, I've got another article for you, so don't worry. It's not just okay. the Wall Street Journal. This is the Guardian, which is like somewhere in Europe. So, I think it's in the U.S. All right, well, I'll be a good American, and I'll only read the headline of. There's, there's another link for you. I'm gonna just give you a bunch of headlines now. Oh, okay. So here's the New York Post, which we identified. A hellish as... heavenly history. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Got another link for you. <laughs> Hail Chattanooga. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's going to be super ethical and be like, ah, everything is, you know, super great. And I got another link for you. <laughs> it's from Architectural Digest. <laughs> <sighs> will be a live work community oh no for the billionaires companies i don't like it yeah so yeah company towns are uh elon musk is trying to bring them back he thinks it's a great way to bring in revenue well i thought that uh i thought 
Bezos was talking about how he's going to have apartments for the Amazon employees so they don't have to ever leave. Yeah. But maybe that was just a weird headline that I read and um, <laughs> it's not real. But that's just sort of like what it reminds me of is basically like the person's whole existence is now just to survive for this one company. And they don't really, they're basically just only existing for this person. It's a weird, not slave, but kind of I don't know. You can never get out of that person stuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if they, if it's like a socialism type thing, it might work, but like, I need to link you this guy who's on TikTok who goes through all the aisles of Walmart and other grocery stores, right? Where he goes mm -hmm. through like who owns these companies and it's usually either BlackRock or Wells Fargo or JP Morgan or um, Morgan Stanley. It's usually like those four. I need, I need to link that to you so that way you can... You should. Yeah. Because I, I those think are all you... just major hedge funds and banks that yeah. just own everything. So Everything goes... is just owned by 10 people. Pretty much. But like he goes through and he's like, this is the only brand of shit that you can buy at your local retailer, whether that be Target or wherever. Right? Mm -hmm. These are the only brands that you can buy where you're not benefiting these people. <laughs> no. So I'll, I'll find that link later. I'm subscribed to them on yeah. TikTok. It just might take me a couple days. Well, there's a, a cereal called Magic Spoon that's $9 a box. And hopefully I'm not supporting any rich billionaire with it. Is it good? You wouldn't be. I paid for it. <laughs> I don't know. Is it good, Amanda? Well, she likes it. I just, so I, what I really hope is something like that. It's expensive because it's an independent person that just needs to make that, that needs to price it at that for it to be profitable. Wow. And I'm a hundred percent in support for that. So I actually don't care if the box of cereal is $9, as long as it's good and it's benefiting someone that's just living their life and wanting to have a dream of having good cereal, then good for them, man. It I'll is benefiting that. Gabby Lewis, co-founder of Magic Spoon. Oh, it's a he, apparently. Oh, good. It's weird that a boy would be named Gabby. I guess I'm not judging that much, but I'm judging enough. So, like... I've always thought the name Taylor was weird, because I, whenever I hear the word, the name Taylor, I, I immediately think of a guy. But uh -oh. Yeah, I always think of guitars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also know way more people that are women that are named taylor though so my perception on reality is just weird not really i mean the most famous taylor in history is probably taylor swift and she charges like what does taylor swift charge for a concert now like five thousand dollars a person mm, i don't know probably probably like two hundred dollars but then all the tickets have to go through. The average resale ticket for a co for the concert at the time of this publication is sixteen hundred dollars. Is that the price that she wants it to be at, or is that just ticket? That's masters? how much it costs yeah. to see Taylor Swift on the Eras tour. The average wow. cost is sixteen hundred dollars a person. Are you looking at her website? Or no, this is uh, U.S. News. 
<sighs> but you can also look at it at the LA Times where it's $11,000 to see Taylor Swift. It says $800 to $11,000 on StubHub. But scalping could be involved with those $11,000 tickets. Oh, yeah, for sure. $910 is what I'm finding on SeatGeek to go see Taylor Swift. So, oh, Business Insider says it's closer to $3,800. So, yeah. They're ba- she's basically doing the Led Zeppelin thing. Do you remember when Led Zeppelin came back together for, like, one reunion concert? And they have well, a they're lottery. also touring right now. Led Zeppelin is, yeah. This was they like have five like their... years ago. Oh no, they're doing like this weird thing right now where they're going to be touring. Because uh, I didn't actually remember that story I had where I uh, had made a friend at the Cinder's restaurant. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't. Did, did I tell you that? I don't think you where did. we went to Cinder's and uh, we just got sat down and this random guy just walked to our table and sat down with us and started talking about Led Zeppelin. It sounds like he smokes weed. Well, he said he did a lot of cocaine <laughs> in his time. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. But yeah, this random dude that was like in his... What he was like, I don't even know 70. what a Cinders is. Is that like an Applebee's or something? Is it like Cinders? Lo- yeah, it's basically basically an Applebee's. Okay. Yeah, he just uh, was like chilling by himself in a booth, and then when we sat, we we got sat down behind his booth, and he just turned around and started talking to us about Led Zeppelin. Oh man, it was crazy. And then he came and sat down with us, and he's like, "Hey, pull up this YouTube video of Led Zeppelin playing," and. He, he wanted to watch it on my phone. It was a crazy experience. And then he got these encounters and, with people. But, wait, it gets better. Oh, so, so he didn't have any money, and he got banned from Cinders a year and a half ago because he dished out on his bill. So he got in again, and he didn't have any money. And so later in that evening, he got arrested because he was going to dine and dash. and then he asked us to pay for his meal dude there's a simple solution to that problem by the way because i've been in that situation a couple of times in my life where it's like Mm -hmm. my card got declined and i'm like oh fuck well grab me another beer and we'll figure this out in half an hour and the waiter looks at me all nervously right and walks away and then like you go over to somebody and you're you pull out your car keys and you're like, hey, so like I found these keys around your table. Do they belong to anybody over here? And like mm-hmm. they'll always say, no, they don't. They don't belong to any of us. And I'm like, fuck. I just want to make sure these get back to the right owner. So like I'm gonna drop these off the front desk. Like I'm gonna tell the waiter I found them over here. But like mm-hmm. if you just raise your hand, like when I point to you, so that way they know what table because it's kind of busy in here right now. And then you go over to the waiter and you're like, yeah, that guy uh, over there, he decided to comp my bill and you're holding your keys in your hand and then waving you point and then they'll almost always wave their hand. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, OK, if you say so. And then you wave again to that guy and you just walk out. It's that simple. Like, I don't know oh. why this guy at Cinder's like <laughs> didn't know 
that simple like social interaction to have that happen. And I'm not saying that that is at all ethical. I'm saying that I was a college <laughs> at some point and I had like three people's beers on my tab who all walked out on me and did the same thing oh, that sh- night. <laughs> so, <laughs> somebody else's problem now. <laughs> Uh, well, he did not do that. He tried to make friends with us because he probably thought he he could get us to pay for his meal, or maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just a crazy old guy. I don't with, I have no idea. I was just forgot maybe, his wallet. Maybe well, know. maybe he worked in a company town and like he was outside of the company bar. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, because the company town took all his money. Yeah, and now he's he left spend with like thirty bucks. Yeah, he can spend that money spend... at the commissary, but like a pack of yeah. Ritz crackers, not even a box. You get a pack. So there are a you lot know, of dangerous. Just working for the man. There are a lot of dangerous things about the company town, by the way. A lot of dangerous yeah, I don't. Things. It's a it's a slippery slope of controlling people, and I don't like it. No, and I already feel like capitalism is controlling people now anyway. Well, at this point, and you have like so many billionaires per state, like, and everybody's preaching about record-breaking profits. It's like you're really only paying into that top one percent. You know what I'm saying? And right. from a perspective of of why law existed in the beginning, where we're just trying to protect the people from each other, because we realize that somebody might have something shiny that somebody else might want. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's inherently ethical. You know, okay, well, this guy has the diamond. You don't. So, like, you stealing the diamond, that's not cool, man. Like, taking it from that to, well, these billionaires are paying for your way of life. Like, you gotta pay them back. Yeah. They have enough money. I also think that there is a a thing called like universal law where some things are inherently wrong to do. And a lot of people, I think, do have some laws in mind that, yeah, I would never do this because it's inherently wrong. Like there are some things I'm never going to do. Right. Just because. I'm never going to sell myself as a sex worker. I mean, I would do that. Oh, okay. Just because it, it would it's it's easy money <laughs> and i don't have to work for capitalism yeah. i'm my own self-employee <laughs> so you're basically a company contractor for a semi-truck business still yeah in your load basically. wherever <laughs> yeah so um, i mean that's fine i i feel like that's that's fine i mean i think only fans is a great idea but I mean, I do know that OnlyFans does take a percentage of them. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, but, though. I mean, like, it's not like the servers are free or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Nobody's really against a company making some form of profit. What we're yeah. getting at here is the idea that it can easily be abused by the wrong person to take more than their fair share. And the people yeah. who desperately need that money, because, like, America, I don't know if you know this, but like y'all ain't doing great in the in the world of finance. Like those top ten percent, yeah, probably. But most of us live below the twenty percent. And 
and honestly i'm fine with it like i as long as i have a roof over my head and i can get my hello fresh every week <laughs> and i can get my starbucks every week and i have enough money for my video games and the internet and for my child to also eat hello fresh <laughs> then i'm cool and i i also had to buy boulders gate so <laughs> yeah you were telling me about that by the way uh, did yeah. you did i send you the link where the guy got turned into a block of cheese by a wizard or have you been <laughs> no. to that point yet i have not okay i'll have to find it for you later so it was kind of amusing because like he was moving around but it's a block of cheese with like slice <laughs> taken out of so you just see it rolling yeah. and then it stops for a second because it lands on them <laughs> it was kind of amusing but you said it's it's a good time so. Yeah, Boulder's Gate is a good time. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Highly recommend. If you like D&D, you'll love Boulder's Gate. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I've been also... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to go back to uh, Company Towns. Oh, I was U.S. Just... history has not had a good history of Company Towns. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that, like, instead of buying Boulder's Gate right now, because it's just going to be a fresh release for the PS5, and I feel like there are going to be some kinks that they need to iron out. That I'm gonna try uh, Dying Light Two uh, next. Oh, Boulder Skate has been out for PC for almost a month now. Yeah. So next week when it comes out on PS5, all the kinks should be out of it, so it should well, be I would working have hoped, fine. But yeah, I don't know. It I... hasn't been on Xbox yet because they're having an issue implementing <laughs> something from Xbox X and X. Well, the one thing that they're having issues with is, um, like same screen play on xbox x and xbox s so they can't release it if it's not working on both same screen play so that means that like i can play with you can have four yeah, you can people, have two people here. playing on all two people i don't know if it, how many people but i feel but, like eventually it would get kind of confusing yeah but i can play with somebody people. else on the ps5 yeah. here yeah well, supposedly i haven't tried it out I'm gonna have to but, look into that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Instead, I'm gonna just kill zombies. So. Yeah, and you can also do cross save. So if you have a, like I, I've been playing oh, for right. about a um, hundred hours on P on the PCs, but my save file is in the cloud, mm -hmm. and so I can upload that same file on the PS5 if I bought it from the PS5. So. Well, that's cool. I didn't know yeah. these things. Yeah, it's cool. So from an ethics or even a philosophical perspective like uh, so we maybe we didn't explain this well enough but a company town basically is a town that's financed by the company that you're going to be working for so if right. you, let's say that you're in texas working at the tesla plant though that's that's not exactly how a company town works so maybe let's take this back a step so let's say you're in the West Virginia mountains and you're mining for coal. Coal can't be mm -hmm. found anywhere else. And you bought this three square mile plot, right? Now, maybe a quarter of it is the mines, but you can go down under and do whatever the fuck you want under the ground. Nobody really cares. That other three quarters of a mile, you had to buy the entire, or that, that other three quarters of the space. You had to... You're right. You had to buy that as part of the deal, but really the coal will pay for itself, pay for everything.
but it's still like a little bit of profit, but it's also like 50 miles back to any sort of civilization. So what do you do with the rest of the land? You, you, you build a town. And in that town, yeah. you build your own version of Walmart. And you build exactly. your own gas stations. And you build your own apartment complexes and houses and all these things. And yeah, then, you build your own town. And then you finance that through your employees, basically. Yeah. So you you set the price of the banana at whatever you like. $10 but you also meal. know. <laughs> But you also know how much the employees are making. So you can definitely just... And you know that they can't go anywhere else. Yeah. And they can't leave. So you have just this debt to the, the company. And in mining towns, you that debt would go back to the uh, other family members too. So if the person died, then they have to repay that debt. Yeah. It's I scam. About that. It's a scam. But we're bringing them back, apparently. So, but before you got a house that you could never pay off, or at least like you'd have to work there 30 years to be able to pay it off, right? Now you get an apartment, maybe, question mark. And none of the resources are actually at this place. It's just wherever they could get the land cheap enough or the pre-existing building cheap enough. Yeah. I don't know. Philosophically. So going going back to that caveman time, that let's say that our tribe is up to sixteen people, right? And like we just got some very we just very basic rules, right? Like don't kill, don't steal, like just don't be a dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now it's not about being part of that tribe. It's about being part of that tribe and then surviving in another tribe simultaneously that tribe that's trying to take everything away from you (laughs) yeah literally they're going to give you money so you can spend it back on them so you just become an investment to the company company towns inherently aren't bad because it's basically just like a serfdom but the only thing that makes them bad is the person who is in control of it right and it's like if you just redistribute some of that wealth maybe a little bit more liberally then it's like oh here's a cheap housing option that's near to work for you if you want to go somewhere else then whatever you know what i'm saying yeah because basically a company town could just be a good form of socialism it very well could be but that's the problem when you have people looking out for profits governing these sorts of things a government's supposed to be there to protect you, to have your individual interest at. Right. So if the government can still chime in on the on the company town and be like, hey, you actually can't control these people in that sort of way, then it's probably fine. As long as it's fair. Right. But a lot of these people, <laughs> well, a lot of these people enter into this because they don't really have anywhere else to go. Yeah. And they need a skill, and they're not necessarily going to teach them a skill, but they'll bring them in at a high wage, knowing that they can make most of that wage back. So essentially, they're just paying you less than minimum wage in a legal way. What's probably what would be more fucked up, actually, is if the company town made a deal with the government to get the homeless people in on this company town. 
to bring down homelessness, to bring up property taxes. So BlackRock and the other hedge funds that own the housing department can raise the housing prices to make it harder for people to buy houses or to own places because now they have to rent. <laughs> oh, man. Is this really guys going on? Is this like a dystopian country right now where like We're Elon Musk and... This is like if I just describe something that's actually true, I hate it. <laughs> it's not quite that bad. I don't know. Yet. No, I I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I do yet know is that... a good yet is a good word for that. <laughs> yeah. Right now it seems Yeah, this is uh, this is, seems like a possible situation where the government is like be like, oh. hey, we have this homeless problem in California. But here we go, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Get your company towns going. They don't have anywhere to go, and they get free housing. All they have to do is work for Amazon or Elon Musk. Who cares? And I mean, housing prices honestly, go up. And... It's like he said, the idea of a company town in itself is not inherently unethical, and it could actually be a good thing. Yeah. But historically speaking, it has never been a good thing, and it's just been a means to. What did we say laws were there for? To control behavior? Guide behavior. Because we can't control people. This becomes a means to further guide behavior. Yeah. To get closer to that level of control that corporate America seems to like. Because they like their numbers to be nice and orderly. And the only people that can actually control it is the government. But the government is all for it then there's no law i mean technically the people can just true they can uprise yeah there's well and there's no reason for these people to migrate remember when the mining company uprose and uh, there was a civil war and the government came in and sent in the military yes (laughs) oh okay yeah i remember that and it's not even just the military (laughs) they would they would also send in these private investigators these private investigators private investigation firms to look into like what was happening right and then these private investigation firms would just be there to basically mow people down with machine guns who were still on strike yeah (laughs) it's it's i mean we probably won't get to that level because we're more civilized now now we just know how to manipulate people to an even grand even more grandiose degree how this this idea because it wasn't inherently a bad idea no like it just seems kind of like to some degree a socialism thing where it's like hey man like you come and work for us we know we're out in the boonies like we'll build a town here yeah you'll have to pay for your fair share but like you know just understand that like we're we're gonna give it to you for like the right price that's that's a cool idea so it also sounds like okay so let's say they this company town you just work for this company and everything's free and all you have to do is work there yeah now this is just a prison i mean basically it's yeah it's uh you have to invest in this and we know how people are like think about gambling tables as an example like casino or whatever right 
you're this close to winning every time that you invest 50 cents more or a dollar more or ten dollars mm-hmm. more or twenty dollars more you're more invested that this table yeah. will pay out soon the odds tell me that they're going to pay out soon but the odds are never stacked in your favor no so it's like i just got to do 10 more years at this wage to to pay off the house and then the house right. is mine but the odds are never stacked yeah if every if it's a if it's a community where everything's free and they're just handed stuff and they just kind of have to work there but they are free to leave whenever they want it seems fine i mean maybe it just they'll they don't get anything from it except for free housing and free food and stuff like that if they actually get a wage then and also all the prices aren't astronomical (laughs) right if and if they can like maybe if it's like a way for almost people to just get back on track where they have an address they have skills i mean all that seems like it would be solving a problem right but we both know that corporate greed generally doesn't agree with humanitarian efforts they will put on the facade that they do and that's what happened with the initial corporate towns company towns by the way so eventually like these people couldn't afford to pay even their houses and then they uprose against them can't remember the uh, there were a few towns and then these private investigative firms were hired to basically just be thugs and just squelch any sort of uprising and then they were illegal or at least i thought they were illegal i don't know that they are necessarily illegal now yeah i i don't think um i don't know if there is any laws prohibiting uh company towns right now and i don't think they were ever made illegal i just thought that i think actually what happened was capitalism evolved in such a way where it wasn't necessary to have capital uh company towns anymore yeah basically you'd have these towns that were closer to the as opposed to like instead of a wagon ride day away right right they were i don't know four hours on a car away and then that four hours became three hours and that three hours became two hours eventually yeah and yeah, i think fell out of favor probably yeah so i don't know why i i don't think i don't know what the incentive is for people to actually go back to a company town because homeless people enjoy being homeless usually or some of them usually do. uh some of them i mean a lot of them are just ptsd guys like yeah you know, like or people with mental health who never got the proper treatment maybe yeah. these maybe the next step for these company towns is to provide that treatment and maybe that's not such a bad thing maybe this yeah, doesn't maybe... have to be a repetition of history but it just kind of seems to me like people looking for a cheap labor force and looking to recoup those lost profits when it comes to labor costs maybe we're just looking at it too negatively because we've always had a negative association with company towns maybe they're doing great work or maybe they're basically mother Teresa. or maybe it's the fact that you have elon musk who is the world's wealthiest man a billionaire who built his money off the backs of hundreds if not thousands of people to become the richest man to make 
five dollars off of every dollar they make maybe it's that maybe it's the fact that his mother and father were part of the apartheid and made most of their money off of diamonds which mostly were built off of the wages of essentially slave labor maybe maybe you're right and maybe i'm just wrong maybe maybe (laughs) we just need to be more optimistic but i'm probably not wrong (laughs) yeah it's it's definitely not my situation with the weird dystopian society no definitely definitely not right (laughs) definitely not that elon musk is a great guy yeah and jeff bezos is a great guy too they can sell their mom for a hundred thousand dollars they do it to add to their net worth and that would mean nothing to them yeah anyhow so maybe uh maybe we should uh just tax them more for social security so we can have medicare for all i'm thinking about this now no, but if you did legalize marijuana, though, right? <laughs> I know it's an entirely different conversation. But if you legalize marijuana and then put a heavy tax bracket on it of, we'll just say, 20%, right? Yeah. Then that would probably pay for Medicare for all. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's You're what, probably. I mean, historically, that's what happens, right? People need money, so war is the first place that the uh, people looking for extra revenue go to. They tax the smokers, they tax the drinkers. Yeah. Well, tax the poor. I mean, there was a a talk about... um, So right now, if you are under a certain tax bracket, you don't pay any taxes. But someone brought up the idea of even if you are under that threshold if you pay a dollar then that will bring on more income to the comp to the government to pay for more stuff so let me get this straight the idea is that we've paid them thirty-seven thousand dollars a year or whatever they get for yeah. social security or whatever government assistance right but instead of paying that now we're just paying 36.99 and it's supposed to be a great deal um they pay the that idea, dollar in taxes yeah the idea is since uh like the poor they don't pay any taxes at the end of the year with their income because they didn't make enough this but is if the they dumbest just paid a fucking idea i've ever heard because it's literally what? like instead of paying them let's say that they get ten thousand dollars a year right yeah their yeah. idea is that instead of the government paying you ten thousand dollars a year you're going to pay you're going to pay one dollar that's the idea so essentially that comes down to instead of paying them ten thousand dollars a year we're going to reduce your wage to nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars a year yeah and the government gets a dollar <laughs> and the, but yeah, if they save a if dollar they're, they're already the, paying them <laughs> like you understand yeah. what i'm saying right it's but, the dumbest fucking idea <laughs> let, let's say 20 percent of america makes under ten thousand dollars a year that's like i don't know 20 percent of 331 million that's uh that's extra millions that the government can just spend on military what is the 20 percent? 
they're phrasing it in such a way that like it seems like revenue but it's just less cost it's the dumbest fucking thing i've heard in a very long time like one dollar yeah one dollar so <laughs> how about how about it's so annoying too like, you have to spend like two hours just doing your taxes to spend to pay one dollar and i bet they'll have like a transaction fee of like now i am not saying that like any sort of 18 year old can make the correct decisions for their life and i'm not saying that like everybody has a defined path because nobody does but are you saying yeah. that 18 year olds shouldn't have the responsibility to take out twenty thousand dollars in student loans well i would definitely agree with that that's <laughs> like a dumb fucking idea whoever came up with that idea like that's why i'm so far in debt that was a bad idea whoever came up with that idea but nonetheless but here's an idea right maybe instead of teaching everybody to be accountants and engineers right right out the rip maybe instead of that we put a little bit more money into teaching them applicable skills maybe giving them even some parameters to like test what they like and what they don't right because somebody might like welding somebody might like fuck somebody might like doing like electrician work somebody might find great love in doing plumbing and i'm not saying that any of these jobs are ideal really not but they are the jobs that are out there that are skilled labor that's it's currently decreasing at a very rapid rate because nobody wants to do these jobs nobody wants to crawl up into a crawl space and figure out how the fuck your attic was supposed to be wired to begin with and why the last guy did such a shitty job well you good thing there are construction companies that are making great houses that are all up to code and all up to par and none of them are going out yeah. of business because they did such a good job. Yeah, it's a great fucking thing that some foreman <laughs> is out there just like, I want to do this as cheap as possible and we need to do it as cheap. We need, we're two houses behind right now, blah, blah, blah. We cut them a price at this and we can't fulfill it because of you fuckers. Even though like you never should have cut them a price at that to begin with. Like, it's because you came in, it's it's the idea of Walmart, right? Do you know how Walmart buys things, by the way? Like, let's just take corn as an example. I think they just go to wish.com and get it for like pennies I and mean, then sell it for... That's more or less how it works. I mean, they basically have a reverse auction where some farmers like, I will sell you a hundred. They're like, we're looking for oh, yeah, 300 yeah, yeah. bushels. And Walmart's like, well, we're looking for 300 bushels at... 40 cents who can give me 40 cents and somebody's yeah. like i'll give you 39 cents a bushel mm -hmm. or whatever i don't know the going rate of corn but then somebody else is like i'll give you 35 cents 20 cents and i they know you basically can buy... hit all these farmers against each other yeah get that price as low as they can well luckily and... you can buy corn for 99 cents at walmart yeah thank god because that's gonna save me <laughs> from like having a roof over my head and like six months the the idea of these reverse auctions the idea of getting things for the cheapest amount possible for being the lowest bidder possible mm. to provide the greatest value to the customer that idea constantly gets like instead of doing a good job they just find ways to cut corners 
and from a yeah. philosophical point of view, like there's nothing wrong with it legally. No. Why shouldn't there be something wrong with it legally? You're I mean, paying for a product and they're like, well, we did three quarters of the work. You see what I'm saying? And that, that company house, that company apartment that you're buying, they will build it as cheap as possible. And then they will tell you that repairs are your problem and they will need to have a bunch of repairs because they did the same thing with the contractors where they took the cheapest bid possible without understanding the amount of work, the cost involved. And it's a, it's deplorable behavior. And eventually you'll get an apartment that isn't really an apartment and it'll be a violation of code and it'll be your responsibility to fix it off the wages that like, you don't have the money to pay for that. Right. And that's going to be the new company town where we built you a house, but we built you a house real fucking cheap. You're not yeah. going to have the money to figure it out. Or the, uh, the landlord is going to raise your rent to pay for that repair. Yeah. I mean, they could do the variable interest loan thing too, where like, they start you out super cheap and then five years you got to pay an exponential rate that they know you're going to forfeit on. So the, so the house goes back to the bank as far as ownership is concerned. Right. And then they just rent it out again to somebody doing the same fucking thing over and over again. And that's my fear. My fear is that uh, no houses are going to be available to buy anymore. And then you just have to rent up forever. Yeah. Because of company towns. Or hedge funds. Or both. I mean, it doesn't have to be mutually... It doesn't have to be just one thing. And they don't have to be mutually agreeable as far as terms are concerned. It's just... Everything's just going to be the umbrella company. And then we'll have a good life running away from zombies. Well, yeah, because they just deteriorated 50% of the workforce. So, like, I can get my boss's job now. As long as I don't oh, get into a zombie. <laughs> yeah. This is why you should just live on a boat, get a filtering system to turn salt water into regular water, and, and eat fish and drink water. You know, the ability to turn salt water into regular water is literally just boiling it, right? Like, you literally boil it. It goes up into a distillation tube. The distillation tube cools it. And then it runs down as pure water. And then you do that maybe one more time to make sure that the salt content isn't too much. You need to refrigerate it so it's cold. I guess you could just put it back into the water since the water is pretty cold too. Yeah. Yeah, you could actually use that to your advantage within that system. Yeah, so that way you're not using so many fossil fuels. That's actually not a terrible idea. But you do need a way to extrapolate the water. And that's why you would typically cool it I mean, you typically cool the distillation tube with running water that is cool. So you could probably use that, but you'd need the use of a pump. Either way, though, you get my point. It's it's kind of a scary time that we're going through right now where we're literally just repeating the worst parts of corporate history. The worst ways that people can make money off of the worker. It is weird. It is weird how we're progressing, and it doesn't seem like it's getting much worse. Unless you just take a look back and just look at your own personal life and just put your head in the sand and just ignore everything around you. Same. Yeah. 
Then you just get on Boulder Skate after work. And you just zone out for hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just go back to work and then that's it. That seems like I'm sure some people work. do that. They're just like, all right, work my nine to five or make their Well, and the worst part about then... these the worst part about this is that like if everybody were to say, Fuck you, I want a good wage and I want yeah. my house and I want these things, right? This wouldn't be a problem. Because no, nobody but... could take advantage of the masses. No, it's true. But the system's in such a place where they they control that part where they make it so anybody who talks about a union anybody who talks about advocating for workers rights anybody who they will just find another reason to fire you when you become exactly and it's not like people have a good sell or a good working wage to begin with to have that uh savings to you know live off of while they look for another job and that's also part of the capitalistic ideas they they control inflation they they control pretty much everything about unemployment and employment so there isn't a way for people to actually negotiate these things which was what kind of talked about during our um workers rights game because yeah. we just don't really have ways to negotiate no no i mean for the most part even if you speak up everything all outcomes will be the same yeah and all jobs are the same too i mean it's not like any anyone's offering it extraordinarily better than any other company i mean some people were like oh we do full-time benefits starting at 30 hours so you can get full-time benefits working 36 hours starbucks but you still pay me like ten dollars an hour yeah so like that's not really like yeah you cheapen my health insurance but is that really any sort of cost savings to me like i can't afford an apartment without a second job right and i mean everyone kind of has to look at their cost of living and then work from there right it's tough i mean living's tough living's hard Affording to be able to live in this world generally, I would I would agree. And it's the, the worst part is most people, most people, I would say at least sixty or seventy yeah. percent understand that like if they were to start a company, they don't want to pay somebody ten dollars an hour. Like I was looking into daycare like a month ago. And I'm like, man, could I find a uh, nanny for two kids for like $15 an hour? And I damn sure could. I I really could. Oh, okay, nice. There are sites that pit these nannies against each other for $15 an hour. And they like, yeah, basically like they're just hoping that cost pays out and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. Would it be the worst thing in the world for me to pay for a nanny? No, for that? and then like, you then you're basically making fifteen dollars an hour to live off of. Well, that's the thing is that like I couldn't ethically hire somebody for fifteen dollars an hour to, yeah. to be able to do this for it would be over forty hours a week. Right. <laughs> I couldn't ethically 
Like that's not enough money to deal with my kids. My kids are insane. So my my kid's an angel. It has no issues doing anything ever. Yeah. Except maybe eating. Except eating. It's it's a hard it's a hard, hard task to get her to eat. And sometimes getting her to sleep. But when she sleeps she's fun. Right now she's playing with an app that lets her play guitar. Yeah, so I already bought her uh, a nice Les Paul. (laughs) But my contention is this. Now, I could... I could raise my kids, right? Yeah. In such a way that I barely have to pay any money. Well, I shouldn't say barely. Mm -hmm. But I could lower the cost of daycare to the point that it's negligible, right? Yeah. Daycares are already pitting themselves against each other. Like $440 per week for two kids, right? Now, I did the math. That's like $11 an hour, right? They'd be a subcontractor. Like, it really wouldn't be that bad. I can't afford <laughs> I, that. And I, well, I could, I, could, I could easily, like, I shouldn't say easily. That's for me putting somebody in daycare. For yeah. putting two kids in daycare, right? To hire somebody mm-hmm. as a nanny. I could get somebody for $11 an hour. I have no doubt that I could. And I could get them for 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week, and it wouldn't matter. And I could easily bloat their wages and say that your lunch break is during their nap times and you get a half hour and blah, 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 right? And I could do these things where I make my, I basically am making money off of the backs of them rather i'm saving money off the backs of them right but ethically i can't actually do that it's not fair for me to say hey so you're going to be here 50 hours a week i'm going to pay you for 45 right um and i'm not going to pay you over time and you're just going to get 11 dollars an hour and that's it and you'll have a steady wage don't get me wrong but what's 11 hours Eleven dollars. And you'll an be self-employed, so you have to pay your own taxes. Yeah, you'll have to figure all that shit out. You're a subcontractor for me. Yeah, because I'm paying you cash. And it's like uh, none of that is ethical. And as much no. as I love my kids, as much as that would be better for them to just have somebody here and have everything yeah. out of home, I won't do that. But it is legal, and a lot of things but that are illegal are unethical and i think that's what people sometimes have an issue with thinking about is unethical things are sometimes legal and illegal things are sometimes ethical i'd agree yeah like there's nothing inherently wrong with smoking marijuana but it is illegal but it's not unethical i'm doing this to myself and it makes me happy. I don't smoke marijuana, but I've heard that it makes people happy, but I don't yeah. do it because. Oh, I do it. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't have no a reason, reason not to. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, you just find I, how you are. Yeah. I've never been high and I've never been drunk, but. I am both things some of the time. <laughs> You're the little so. things right now. What? I don't know. You might be both those things right now. 
Oh, I'm not. I'm just. Oh. I've been drinking. Yeah, but, but not, not high. That makes me better. This is legal, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you see my point? Yeah, I mean, it is to- totally legal to uh, drink as yeah. much as you want. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, I'm not drunk though, but nonetheless, though, it, I could get as drunk as I want. And it wouldn't matter. Yeah, you just can't and, drive while doing it. No, no, that'd be bad. Especially if I was on a horse in Indiana going more than ten miles per hour. Oof. Yeah, and you and you probably can't work on your machines at work because you can't operate machines while drunk. Oh, that's fair. I could still do that. I don't know that heavy equipment constitutes as a. Uh, uh, I I don't know that, that violates any sorts of laws. I mean, I think forklifts count as. Oh uh, yeah, I couldn't do that. But but beyond that, I don't yeah. know that anything that I would do would. I mean, it but should, I mean, you shouldn't be allowed to do things if you're incapable of doing them. Like that should right. just be a law. Like that. Wait, you shouldn't be allowed to do something if you're incapable of doing it. Yes. But yeah. we have old presidents that are doing this job. Oh, that's and we fair. have old senators. I hey, you don't get be... to talk about Mitch McConnell <laughs> that way. Mitch McConnell froze up because he was I have not seen the Mitch McConnell clip yet. Uh I know you sent it to me I on TikTok. To I just I, oh. I know I, I just didn't click on it. I'm oh I read the headline and he's like, Oh, froze up for thirty seconds and I'm like, Okay, I know where this is. Yeah, no, like they asked him a question if he was running again in 2026 and he just smiled and like he had the, his one advisor came up and they're like, they're asking you if you're going to run again. And you can hear her say something along those lines, right? And then mm-hmm. he just kind of smiled at her and didn't acknowledge it. And then another person comes over and he's like, you, you either need to say something or, or not say something. Or at least that's how it seemed. I couldn't hear him. And then Mitch McConnell just smiles again and then like somebody else ends his press conference and it's like what the fuck is the point of having <laughs> these guys in office if and that's why i was thinking about term limits during uh, oh yeah for sure week's thing because it's like he's obviously not like even if he's not responding he's he's a he's like the longest term senator of any of the senators yeah and b he's obviously incapable of doing his job to the point that somebody else has to tell him what to do if that's not a clue to most of america that somebody else is running the show and these are just the faces then what is because if i were mcdonald's or if i were home depot or if i were black rock inc or if i were morgan stanley that's what i would do i would pay these senators fifty thousand dollars a year or whatever amount that they ask start passing legislation so that way my companies could make more than that $50,000 or $60,000 a year, I would be paying them to do that because that's cheaper for me in the long run. And it's not illegal, but it is inherently unethical. And philosophically, as far as the law is concerned, it should be illegal. Yeah, I mean, the law should be making that illegal, but unfortunately... If you have the, eight uh, people in your tribe and somebody's like, I will pay you eight cows per month if you just have these guys in their spare time work on making these shiny rocks for me. 
I'd be super grateful. And you get eight cows. You can do whatever you want. Nobody has to know. Yeah. You can start in only cows. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you could. But you get my point. There's nothing illegal about it, but it is inherently no. bad for the rest of society. And there's a lot of things in our government that are inherently bad that is legal and it is hurting a lot of people and that should not be a thing because this is basically just lobbying yeah i mean i think that's what they get away with it as is it's lobbying i was just reading about medicaid part d or medicare part d uh this week and they were saying that like you know you got all these senators who yeah they're older right who are making these rules but 600 lobbyists turned out. And of those 600 lobbyists, most of them were from the pharmaceutical companies. And most of them were from, like, the healthcare providers. So, like, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or whoever, right? Like, all of your major health insurance providers. And they were all voting on the idea that taxpayers would pay money. That money would go back to these companies. These companies would then ask for deductibles and all these rules where they could disqualify you for whatever reasons, right? And they would require more money from you. So that way you could get your basic cost of, of you know, just a medical provider. <laughs> yeah. And they're not even necessarily going to fix you. No. Because that doesn't even necessarily include like skincare. No dermatological shit, for sure. No teeth, no eyes, none of that insurance. This is just for basic, like, hey, is your heart pumping? Okay, cool. If not, then, like, we need more money. Yeah. And, and I guess that's kind of what this whole thing is about, is it's like, if you're part of that eight-person tribe and you have one doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say one doctor. That doctor is obviously going to be very important to your tribe because that doctor is responsible for these people's health. And our government doesn't even do that. No. It actually, if anything, puts up a bunch of red tape to make it harder for you to get that coverage for anything that's life-saving but expensive. Yeah. It makes it True. prohibitively expensive. I mean, I don't even have dental or eye insurance, but I also don't need it. But also, if I need new glasses, I'll just pay the, you know, money. I mean, that's how my dad did it, too. It depends on the company. Some companies, they, you know, they provide dental insurance and eye coverage for, you know, a, a good price. But but others, uh, you know, they don't. But and, and, you know, honestly, we should do the next um, we should do the next episode on health, health insurance. Because that really wasn't a thing until after World War II, right? Right. When there were wage caps on certain things during World War II, and they were paying women to get it out into the workforce, right? Because previously women just, they took care of the household. and Right. They didn't do as much as far as like physical labor was. I mean, of course, there were jobs for them, such as the sex care industry that you you proposed earlier but also things like tailoring though that was mostly done by men most industries were done by men but like cooking and cleaning and stuff like that that was well i'm starting a new company called only cows 
<laughs> you know, I heard about this company once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as a way, because there were wage caps involved, right? Which wage caps, really, that's our federal yeah. government at work to make sure that everything's affordable for them, but whatever. Um, it kind of sounds like our government is a, is a company town. Our government believes in socialism when necessary, and they believe in wage caps and things like that when it benefits them. Right. And yeah, yeah, they are kind of a company town. They're a company yeah. man. They're, they're, and it's not even them who's the company is the worst part. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. There's the, our yeah. government's they're, they're for by the other companies. The companies <laughs> but, Nonetheless, though, I'm just glad as, that everything in our society is great. And we're moving in the correct direction. Yeah, it's more like a dystopian direction that we're moving towards. But you already know that. One, one so. step forward, five steps back to feudalism. Pretty much. But anyhow, so the wage caps existed. So they had to offer benefits in another way. So what they did was they offered retirement benefits which that seems like that should easily be controlled by the government but whatever so that's one thing and then the second thing was like health insurance benefits but going back to our tribal town right they would have just taken care of us to the best that they could because that's part of being a government is protecting the people to make sure that everybody's contributing and that you contribute back to them to ensure a stronger government. But that's, we've gotten so far away from that with our bureaucratic red tape and everything else that it's just, it's almost disgusting. So, yeah. I agree. Anyhow. Yeah. So, um, tax the rich. I would definitely agree with that even if elon musk and jeff bezos object they're getting plenty of money off their company towns they really don't need tax breaks anymore yeah so tax the rich and raise the get rid of the cap and that's just two things that we could just uh do that would benefit the mass maybe just try being ethical just once and see how that goes uh, from every standpoint. I think if the government just like took what they're doing now and just made it 10% more ethical for the masses rather than their pockets, I mean, just think of our better, how much better thing. If people, things would just be 10% better, which is better for than zero. For most people, but not for them. No, but... They make a lot of money off of these. They do. Um, concerned investors. They make so much more money. And it's it's really just because of the stakeholders, the shareholders. Right? We're not even asking for much. We're just asking for like three weeks off of work so we so we can chill. Put us on par with Europe and then we'll talk about like how inhuman we just, everything else. We just want or, three or days off a week and not work more than thirty two hours a week. And we want some more vacation time. That's, you know, that's not asking much. Well, what do you think about it, Aaron? 
you're asking for our shareholders to not be profiting nearly as much. That's, that's for, is that really okay? I think it is. Yeah. We just have to like crash the stock market where we just it doesn't exist anymore and it'll be fine. Well, money is kind of the root of all evil here. And it's not even money, it's the greed involved. Money's yeah. a fine system. It's just that people find a way to manipulate any system. I don't need much. I don't need much money either, but we're both kind of minimalistic in general. Yeah. Yeah, I just need my Starbucks every day. Yeah. And my Hello Fresh now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So tune in next week. In the meantime, I'm Ryan. And I'm Aaron. Goodbye.